the basketball card market is showing some real encouraging signs. And today, I answer the question, are basketball cards about to spike again? My name is Jeff Wilson. By day, I invest in tech companies. And at night, I invest in sports cards. Join me on my journey to profit from the hobby we all love. card investors and welcome to another episode. I hope you are having an absolutely fantastic day and I have to tell you I am having an absolutely fantastic day because I am sitting back here in my chair and I am looking at all of the data in our market movers data platform and I tell you what things are looking good for the basketball card market. I am happy to report we are seeing some great stuff in the basketball card market, some real signs of life. And I'm gonna show all of that to you in just a minute today. I am also excited as can possibly be about our new Virtual Sports Card Con Holiday Edition. The Virtual Sports Card Con is back and better than ever. Kind of speed dial the cards you're looking for. Go right now and register for free. Go to sportscardinvestor.com and click the virtual in the main menu bar to register for free. And if you're a dealer and you want to participate, go to that same page and you can fill out the dealer form. Also, congratulations to our winner. When we hit 50,000 YouTube subscribers, we did a special episode and we said we would pick a random commenter to win a sealed box of 2012 Innovation Basketball, an awesome product. That winner, just picked randomly, is Adin Perzik. Adin Perzik, congratulations. Please get in touch with our team at Sports Card Investor to claim your prize. All right, everybody, let's dive into the basketball card market. I am excited, excited to show you what we have discovered today. And, and it makes sense. First of all, it makes sense that the basketball card market would, would start to heat up again right now, right? So first of all, this is a huge week, a huge week for the NBA. On Wednesday, we have the draft, which is always a great thing for every sport. Whenever you have the draft, you tend to see a spike in card prices for that sport around the draft. We saw that very clearly back in April with the NFL draft. If you look at all of the charts and market movers of the price movements of football cards, many of them saw a run up and then an increase right around the NFL draft because of course that brings optimism. Even if even even for the players not being drafted, the veterans on the teams get boosts based upon the selections the team makes. So like we, we saw, for example, in the NFL, a big Dak Prescott spike because the Cowboys drafted CeeDee Lamb 
in the first round of the draft. So that made everyone excited to run out and buy more Dak Prescott cards. And we, we saw that type of pattern. We will see it again this week with the NBA draft without a doubt. And the NBA draft is Wednesday. And then on Friday, free agency opens. And then on Sunday, people can start signing contracts with teams. So literally this next week is going to be a flurry of activity. And activity is good for basketball card prices. And then we are only just over a month away from the start of the next season. They have officially announced they're starting the next NBA season on December 22nd, which means, by the way, that we're going to get a full slate of awesome Christmas Day basketball games. And that too will, of course, be good for card prices. So lots of good things in store. And beyond just the NBA starting, I really feel like there's a lot of societal factors that are lining up right now to bring some heat back to the sports card market that we had lost the last few months. We had so much heat in the sports card market running up to August. And then sometime around the middle of August, the heat started to die off and prices started to slide back down. But over the last few weeks, we're seeing prices on the rise again. And there's a lot of societal factors at play. So first of all, we just had the news about the vaccine, the possibility of the vaccine for coronavirus. That gave the stock market a big boost. That also certainly has to be helping people's feelings about the sports card market. The election is now over. At least most people think so, <laughs> not everybody. Uh, but the election is over, which I think, which I think mentally, just getting past that hurdle, no matter which side of the aisle you are on, just getting past the hurdle of the election, that's kind of a burden that's behind us now. We can start thinking about the future. You have the possibility of another economic stim- stimulus that could be coming uh, at some point down the road here from the government. You've, you, of course, have the holidays, which are forthcoming. People are buying gifts for the holidays. People are getting money from the holidays as well. So that will be a good thing uh, as we get towards the holidays and past the holidays. And then the new year, just in general, always brings fresh optimism. I've always found that with any business I have been involved in, that there's something special that happens at the end of December and the beginning of January where people just kind of feel a little extra energy and momentum. And it typically pays off with good results uh, for your business, you know, for the early part of the year because people are fresh and they're wanting to work hard and, and they have an optimistic outlook about the year ahead. And hopefully we're going to see that same thing translate over to the sports card market. So there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic from a societal standpoint. And we're starting to see these things play out in the basketball card market. And just to show you what I'm talking about, this is one of my favorite reports within Market Movers. This is the last seven days report. And this, what this does is this consolidates all of the top players, the most popular players in terms of sales volume of graded cards sold. And it shows how their prices have changed over the last seven days. So look at this column right here, this price change column as I scroll down. And what you're going to see is there's a lot of green. There's a lot more green than red in that price change column. And that is always a good sign. Whenever you see a lot more green than red over the last seven days, last 14 days, last 30 days, that is always a good sign about how the overall market is trending. And I I like looking at this screen because it gives me a sense, not just of one player, but of a whole bunch of different players. So you can look at, at trends from a greater market perspective. So specifically, 
in the last seven days, 33 of the 50 most popular basketball players in terms of their cards being purchased right now have gone up in value, 33 out of 50. And of the 17 that have gone down in value, four of those players were actually vintage, like players who are no longer playing, vintage players who happen to get lumped into the top 50 data. So only 13 modern players have seen their card prices go down out of the top 50 in the last week. That's an encouraging sign, but it gets even more encouraging when we start to drill into some of the specific key players and when we see how similar the pattern is. This is this is almost eerie, what I'm about to show you in a minute, how similar the pattern is across the entire market and why it gives me so much confidence that the heat is there and that cards are on their way back up. This is a good time, in my opinion, to be buying basketball cards. So let's take a look at this. So first of all, this first uh, graph I'm going to show you here, this is Zion Williamson's 2019 Prism PSA 10 card. And I'm showing you going all the way back to the beginning of the year, just to kind of set the pattern. Many of you have seen this before, but to set the pattern of what this card did, this, by the way, the Zion Williamson cards were the most sold cards this year. So you get the truest trend line. So I like to show these cards because they were, whatever card is transacted the most gives you kind of the truest trend line of the market. And so what you can see is like with many basketball cards, they had a huge run up to about the middle of March. Sports then paused due to coronavirus. They dropped back down, but right around the beginning of April, interest in the market started to reappear. They went back up. Now his cards kind of came back down some again. Many, many other basketball cards just continued to go up. They didn't plateau again, uh, but his cards went back up and then kind of plateaued again. But then like almost every other card in the market, you saw a huge run up during the months of July, June, July, August, and you kind of peaked out in August. And then since August, it's been a pretty rough fall back down. But that is until the last couple of weeks. Because look at the very last part of this graph and look at what that is starting to do again. And if we zoom in, just on looking at this last, very last part of the graph here, if we zoom in, uh, actually what I'm gonna do here is I'm gonna zoom in from the high point. So this is from the August 1st high point. Uh, July 31st actually was the high point of Zion's cards. And so if we look at the high point to where we are today, it looks like a pretty sad story. If you look at what this card has done over the course of the last four months, that's a pretty sad story to look at that incredible drop that's occurred. But let's zoom in on what has actually happened since the low point. Once we get, let's get right in here and look at what's happened the last couple of weeks. And that is this graph. The low point of Zion Williamson's 2019 Prism base PSA 10 card was October 19th. And if we look at October 19th through today, this card is up 18%. And why this is significant is in a minute, I am going to go through and show you a whole bunch of other popular players and why this is eerie is because the low point of all of their cards was almost exactly the same October 19th date. With some of them, it was October 18th, but it was right around, you know, some it was October 14th, but it was right around that same date. The market is following a very similar pattern across every basketball card in the market, every modern player in the market. 
and that gives me confidence in how the market is moving overall. So let's go from looking at Zion to looking at Ja. So he's obviously the, the big counterpart to Zion, the second most popular card in this year's rookie class in basketball. So we're gonna go back and look at Ja Morant's 2019 Prism PSA 10 base card. And let's look at this for the entire year. And you can see just like Zion follows a very similar pattern. It, it rose all the way up until the, until the middle of March when sports were paused. It dropped back down. It kind of came back up a little bit, came back down a little bit. But then starting in June, it started going up and up and up again. It spiked around early August, very much like what we have seen with almost every modern basketball card. It dropped way back down. But then in the last couple of weeks, it started to tick back up again. So let's zoom in on the last couple of weeks. And what we see with Ja is his low point was October 16th. So again, with Zion, it was what, October 19th. With Ja, it's October 16th. So right around that same time. And since that point in time, his cards are up 16.6%. Now, I want to make the point that although we are looking here at prism cards, this same type of pattern repeats itself across different brands and different variations as well, especially those with a lot of sales volume. You see a similar pattern emerge. And to prove that, let's look at Ja Morant's 2019 Select Concourse card. So his base card, base card in the Select set in PSA 10. Same exact thing. October 18th was the date that this card was at its market low point. And this card now, this card is up 35.3% since October 18th. So you can see that very distinct pattern from a low point that occurred the, you know, towards late October. Let's look at some other players. Let's go to the 2018 draft class and look at the most popular player in the 2018 draft class, Luka Doncic. His low point, October 19th. October 19th, same date as Zion's low point. And you can see since October 19th, Luka's cards are up 35.6%, this 2018 Prism base in PSA 10 is up 35.6% since October 19th, same date as Zion. It's incredible how similar that is. Let's look at Trey Young. Now, Trey Young is, is a little bit of an exception because Trey Young started to heat up before any of these other guys started to heat up. I, I think there's just so much excitement about Trey Young heading into this season that his low point was actually October the, let's see, his low point was October the 7th was Trey Young's low point. So uh, about 10 days before everybody start, else started to heat up, Trey Young started to heat up. He was kind of the earliest indicator of the market. His cards are up 44.3% since October the 7th. In just over a month, Trey Young's 2018 Prism base card in PSA 10 is up 44.3%. We are seeing very direct evidence of the basketball card market really, really heating up as we look across all of these players. Let's go back to 2017 and look at the most popular uh, player in the 2017 draft class, Jason Tatum. His low point, October 18th. Sound familiar? Jason Tatum, October 18th. His 2017 Prism Base PSA 10 card is up 15.3% since October 18th. And how about his counterpart in the 2017 draft class, the next most popular player in that draft class, a guy who had an exceptional performance in the NBA bubble, Donovan Mitchell. 
His low point, guess what? October 18th. Sound familiar? The same low point date as Jason Tatum. And since October 18th, his 2017 Prism base card in PSA 10 is up 18.9%. Let's go back and look at some players from prior years. Let's look at Giannis. Giannis's low point, October 17th. And Giannis's 2013 Prism base card in PSA 10 up 21% since October 17th. Let's look at a couple of the guys who just won the championship ring and their low point dates are slightly different. They're slightly later. And I think it's because they were playing later. So the market correction that happened with them was a little bit delayed. Their prices started to drop later than most of the market dropped. And now they're starting to go back up a little bit later than the rest of the market went back up. And of course, first I'm talking about Anthony Davis. His market low point was October 23rd. So a few days after when most other players kind of hit their bottom. But since October 23rd, Anthony Davis's 2012 Prism Basketball PSA 10 card is up 37.6% since October 23rd. An amazing run. And LeBron, his low point a little later, November the 1st. But his 2003 Tops PSA 10 is up 34.5% since November the 1st. This was a card that you could have bought for $2,900 on November the 1st. And it is $3,900 today, a 34.5% increase since November the 1st. This is a good sign. And what I have repeatedly said over the last few months, if you've watched previous episodes of this show, is I said, here is the pattern I predict we're going to see. As card prices were sliding since, since August, I said, we're going to see a slide and then we're going to see a plateau. We're going to see a flattening out. I don't know how long the flattening out period is going to last. It could last anywhere from a few weeks to a couple of months, which is what it did with most players, somewhere within that range. And I said, then we're going to start to see a tick back up. And as soon as we start to see that tick back up, that's a really good sign and probably a really good time to buy. And what we are now consistently seeing across all of these players is that we saw that exact pattern. We saw prices spike in early August. We saw them all come down from during August, second half of August, during September, during the first part of October. And we saw this plateau occur. We actually saw them come down in August and September, but then we saw the plateau, the plateau from late September through October. And if you look at this pattern, let's go back to looking at the year of Zion Williamson. You can see exactly what I'm talking about. You can see that peak that occurred in early August. You can see the slide that occurred all the way through about the end of September, beginning of October. And then you can see the plateau that occurred for a few weeks. And then you have now, you're now seeing the tick back up. And that's what I said would happen. I said, you're going to see the slide down. You're going to then see the plateau. And once you see a consistent plateau for a few weeks, that in my opinion was an indicator. It's time to start buying cards again because you're seeing the prices stabilize. And then after they stabilize, as we got close to the next NBA season, I thought you would see them start to tick back up. And that is exactly what has happened. I have been buying a lot of basketball cards over the last few weeks as I have seen this pattern begin to play out. The good news is I don't think it's too late. I think if you start buying basketball cards now, we are still, in my opinion, and I don't have a crystal ball, 
But in my opinion, I think we are still at the beginning of what is going to be another strong rise in the basketball card market. Now, is it going to be another spike? Are we going to see this accelerate with the ferociousness of the spike that we saw this summer? I don't know. I don't know that we're going to see a spike with quite the same degree of ferociousness. In fact, I would say probably not. My guess would would be we're not going to see the same level of fierceness of the spike that we saw this summer. I think instead we're going to see more of a steady rise, which honestly is healthier. I would rather see a steady rise than a ferocious spike because a steady rise is more sustainable in my opinion. So I'd rather see, you know, slow but steady increase, 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 increase week over week because that's setting a more secure base for the card prices in the market overall, in my opinion. I think that's what we're going to see. I think all of the societal factors that I talked about at the beginning of the episode today, they're still out there. They're still going to create a boost for us. We still have a vaccine coming. We still have the New Year's to celebrate. We still have the holidays, which we're going to get by and people are going to feel better. We still have another economic stimulus that probably is going to be handed down by the government at some point in time in the next few months. We still have all of those good things at play, every every bit of which could continue to help the sports card market and could and could throw more fuel on this fire that is now starting to smolder. So good days ahead. This is once again a really good time, in my opinion, to be a sports card investor. What do you think? I would love to hear what you think about this. Uh, do you think now is the time to buy? Do you agree with what I am saying here? Or do you think, no, this is false. This is a false positive, And we're about to see another dip in the basketball card market. Let me know what you think in the comments below. And by the way, if you like this type of analysis, if you like getting into the data and understanding the market and understanding the opportunities to buy, all of these graphs that I showed you in today's episode, plus thousands and thousands more are available for only $24 and 99 cents a month if you subscribe to Market Movers Lite. In my opinion, now is a damn good time to do it because you wanna keep a close eye on the market in the weeks and months ahead. And you can do that by subscribing to Market Movers Lite. Go to marketmoversapp.com or you can go to sportscardinvestor.com and click on Market Movers in the main menu bar and it will give you all that information. And Stay subscribed to this channel. If you have not subscribed yet, hit the subscribe button and that little bell icon because we are going to be bringing you video after video, analyzing the market, showing you what is happening and giving you a sense of what is going on out there. Thank you so much for subscribing. Thank you so much for your support. Go register for the virtual sports card con. It's free and you don't want to miss it sportscardinvestor.com. Click the virtual in the main menu bar. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. See you back in a few days with our next episode. Take care.